This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric's Family BBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady and Brett. And Big Dick Toledo. People are uh, emailing in saying they tried to watch the There Will Be Blood movie just to hear that bastard in a basket scene. It's worth it. It's just so sad. The movie's just so damn sad. Uh, Today will be sad as well, as it is the comedic day that will live in infamy. They're pacing outside. We've got comedians standing outside right now for their chance to be the opener tonight for the Happy Ending Show with Lovitz, Ali Sadiq, uh, Colin Kane and one of these idiots that'll be on that stage uh, for about uh, five minutes. We'll give him five minutes to stand in front of an audience of, uh, you know, looking like 1,500, 2,000 people. That's pretty, pretty big for most of these guys. And uh, you never know. Maybe find that needle in a haystack. It's comedy playdio. <laughs> and we've done it before, and it's been pretty good. I went to the Suns game last night, and uh, my buddy Marty and I were drinking more than we should have, so I stayed at the H&H Ranch and... Uh, but it was a, it was an interesting. We went over to Copper Blues after they do live band karaoke, uh, and Marty's band's done it before, and they had the instant classics that are very good. Last night, I gotta say, nice job, Phoenix. There was a it was good. Like, good there crowd. Was, no, not only a good night? crowd, everybody was good at singing. Well, apparently they didn't enter and play the other. Yeah, no, I mean. none of them. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like every one of these bands would have been like singers would have been a, uh, a go in Pladio compared to uh, what we what we saw. They were good. Like, everybody's just popping up on stage and doing Journey. And I'm like, ooh, this is dangerous. Guy's doing Journey. He's got to hit some, popping the high notes, knocking everything out. So, well done. Nice job, Phoenix. I was proud of you last night. Everybody's in a great mood. Son's 18 in a row. Did you throw down a song? No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah. We were, I, I sing plenty. So, uh, let, let people have that stage all they want. No, I did not. But uh, we, were, we were drinking, and the next thing you know, we're like, uh-oh. I'm not driving anywhere for a good long hour or two. So, it's, it's bedtime. It's just bedtime now. So yeah, he stuck around, and I went to I went back to the apartment and closed up shop. Went to sleep fast too, but yeah, it was a it was a fun night. The Suns game was interesting last night because I, uh, you know, sitting in our seats and stuff, and there was a guy next to me, uh, and then two. And normally the seats around us like are scattered, like you can scooch over. For some reason, our little section is the one that everybody sells, 
And against the Pistons, a lot of seats don't sell. So some people just don't come, season tickets. So there's, you know, you can scoot over, you don't have to sit right on top. Our row was full last night. The row in front of us wasn't, and the row in front of that one kind of wasn't. And uh, the guy sitting next to me was with a guy two rows ahead of us. And uh, the guy in front of us kept waving at me, like he'd turn around and wave at me. And I'd be like, okay. And he'd point to the guy next to him. And I'm like, what's going on? Tap the guy next to him. I'm like, that guy needs you. And he looks at me, he's just staring at me. And I'm just like, that guy needs you. What? And he's just looking at me. And I'm like, hey. And I point, I'm like, that guy down there wants your attention. And they start signing to each other. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh that's oh, why. Why don't they sit next to each other? It was an open seat. So then for like a quarter, back and forth, the guy two rows up is waving at me because the other guy's in his phone the whole night. I'm like, ugh. Did hey, you learn sign? Hey, Helen Keller, down here. Was he signing? It's good to see another white guy? Yeah, or what? yeah it was like that. <laughs> Did you hear about Nathan Sutherland? And, uh, and they're just going back and forth. And then uh, Helen wants to start talking to me. And I don't know how this works. And I, and I said something to a deaf person last night that I, <laughs> that I don't know. Like he would turn and he'd sign something. And I'm like, I got nothing. I just shrugged my shoulders. Like, mm. And then uh, I would like open my mouth, real, but you're not supposed yeah, to do with lip reading. You're so supposed, maybe to, he can read supposed my... to be normal. Like, I don't know what you're saying. And then, uh, and then he starts saying something. And then he finally goes, and I'm like, huh? And, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. He does this, and, and I'm like, I can't hear you. I scream at him, which is the rudest thing to say to a deaf guy ever. I'm frustrated that I can't hear him. Meanwhile, he can't hear any of it. And then he goes, night, huh, mate, yeah. Much better. I said, oh, nice to meet you. And then he signed something. I'm like, I can't, we, we're not chatting. I don't want to talk to people who can hear. I don't want to get to know strangers anyway. He can't, I, I don't know what to do. Boom, goes to the line of the Like, I like Jay Crowder too. Stop it. I didn't come here with you. You're a nice man. This relationship's not working out. I'm not buying you a beer. Do something nice for me. He stayed at the ranch last night. Oh, he's still there. I tried to wake him up. There's no waking him. Hey! Hey! Just tried to vibrate the walls. Put him in Doug's bed, though, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not sleeping in my bed. I'm not going to catch it. But yeah, and I thought, I can't talk about this tomorrow. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes, I can. He can't hear us. This is fine. He's a guy we can... Very nice, but that's right. You're two deaf people, two rows apart, sit next to each other. I'm the middleman for your your sign. Hey, go sit with him. What do I got to translate everything for? Oh, God. And then I tell the other guy, because he taps, the guy sitting next to me taps me and points to the guy that's been waving him down. And I thought he was the hearing one. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And he doesn't turn around. I'm like, he's deaf, too. And then the guy next to me goes, he damp, he damp. You two are pissing me off right now. I, I, I can't tell you that I'm going to kick your ass. I don't, I don't have to sign like I'm going to beat you up if you keep it up. You're- I wonder if during crucial parts of the game, people are like agreeing with, yeah, that's right. He's calling it for a timeout. Yeah. I agree with him. <laughs> no, no, no. And they start speed talking with their hands. I'm like, that's impressive. I am impressed with sign language. But Jesus, if you're two deaf people, why did he take the seat two up? And there's plenty of, just sit with you. He didn't even want to sit with his deaf friend. He left him with me. <laughs> the first time you see it, you're not sure what's going on. You think, oh, it's a couple of Italian guys aren't yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
been when about I, the same thing. I wanted to ask the other deaf guy. I'm like, how come you didn't sit with him? Oh, he talked too much. Yeah, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. Guy won't shut up. Deaf, this guy won't shut up. Don't I sit down my way from him? Very nice. There was nothing about, but it's frustrating for me as a as a as a hearer. Look, I can't figure. Don't try to teach me the like. Don't point and then, and he's trying to point out things. And like I don't know, and he's like he taps me on the shoulder. And I look, oh God, Helen needs something. I look over, and he's pointing down, and I'm like, what are we looking at? And you can't go what what, and he oh. just and he does the point like somewhere in the crowd, and then does like a thing with a bandana, and then tugs his shirt, and then boobs like he does. A th- I, right. I got that sign for right. boobs, and I'm like, oh, we're looking for cans. The deaf guy's got something. It wasn't that gorgeous son's dancer. No, I tried to tell him about hard times. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I think he heard me doing that. I can hear. Oh, oh my God. Jesus Christ, shut down. Had Marty seen Hard Times No, yet? Marty and I watched, and I said, Marty, by the end of the night, you're going to be totally turned on by Hard Times, and all those fat sons dancers are going to make you sick. He makes all of them look like terrible fat girls. He stands next to them, and you're like, ugh, can't you guys get in shape like, Hard Times looks great, and he's dancing. like, all his moves are sexier. These other chicks and their hair and their boobs have been getting them through life so easy. And then you stand yeah. next stand next to this qualified dancer, and you're like, "Hard you're, working, hard times." Yeah, you're no dancer. That's a dancer. Pick up the pom poms like Eric Hard Times Moreno does, and put some heart into it. That guy's pretty good. I, I think maybe I might f- that guy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, 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 I give him the sign language for banging. Yeah, but he's pointing out things. <laughs> I get that. The elbow. <laughs> oh, what is it, Helen? <laughs> uh, don't point. There's 20,000 people here. Do you have a pen? Write it down. <laughs> there are boobs everywhere. Celebrities. And then you want to say, like, that chick down there looks like Dua Lipa. I can't tell you that. How do you sign? If you don't want to see me. I got nothing. You, can't, you can't sign the baby's part yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wrapped it up. <laughs> I'm one of the greatest. Ain't no debating on it. What are you doing? Still levitating, heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave them love and they end up hating on me. They jump bunking to me. <laughs> yeah, but Marty was like, You're, you got a new best friend. I'm like, I know. I'd rather talk to you. It's easier. I don't know how to do this. And then I realized that I am now at that point in life that if I had a friend go deaf, I would stop being friends with him because I can't, I have no interest in learning how to communicate. Like, if, like you're close. You got one dead ear. Yeah. If that other one goes. I'm, I'm maybe Christmas cards. That's about as much as you'll get out of me. I understand. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and you're going to be a really, like you and spelling and your hands. Tuned out oh, years ago. Forget about it. If you had to learn how to sign and your hands. misspelled hands, <laughs> he's misspelled hands. Like how many times would we confuse the there and there and they are? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. All right, pretty week. It's over. And inward and... Oh, uh, inward would be like, <laughs> Brady, Brady, no, and look, inward. Hey, 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 hey. It's not what you just signed. Inward. Inward. <laughs> inward. Oh, Jesus, I can't be friends with you. You just called the waiter something horrible. 
But it was, you know, and then you feel like a jerk. But at the same time, you're like, hey, there's a solution here. And you want to be treated just like everybody else. You know, I don't want to make any concessions. I I wanted to tell them, like, you two sit down there together. Why are you apart? Did you at least did he, uh, get up for the dance cam or anything? No, but when the shoe cam goes by, it says, show your kicks. I had a pair of cool orange, uh, patent leather orange Jordans on. <laughs> they're sweet. Patent leather? Yeah, you got the patent leather on the outside. Shiny. Sweet. They're shiny, but they're Like cop shoes almost. Solid. Huh? Yeah, nice. but they're not black. It's okay. orange. Oh, wow. Sweet. Orange and white. They're awesome. And they do a thing called, you know, they have a shoe, show us your shoe game. And every game, they people take their shoes off. So certain people gross. in the upper deck can see who they can roll after the game. Right. It's true. Yeah, it's very true. Because some people hold up and like, those are like $25,000. Those yeah. are Jordan 1s with his name on the side. I think it was the flu shoes. Look at those Jordans. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I can't hear you. So he points to my shoes and then to the thing. And I'm like, I'm not taking my. At first off, I'm a human being. You don't touch the bottom of your own shoe. Second, look, no, I'm not taking my shoes off. That encourages other people to do it. But everybody's got their stupid shoes in the air. And then he starts signing something, and I'm like, There's, this is pointless. You might as well be speaking Portuguese. I got nothing. And I just shake my head. I can't hear you. Yeah, I do. I can't take it anymore. Stop talking to me. And then you feel like a jerk, and I tried to be nice. Next time for the shoe camp, get a stiletto. Somebody won last night with stilettos. Big, long, super uh, shiny silver boot. With a heel on it. Ooh, what'd that horror look like? Uh, oh. I think she, the shoe was better than her. Let me just tell you this. She came in the stiletto. She went home in flats. <laughs> she stomped that thing into the ground. There's no way that there's no way that's, that peg lasted. <laughs> she puts her weight down on it. It was pushing through. She was drilling for oil with those shoes. At the Phoenix Open, she'd have been stuck in the side of a hill. You got to get all white and just right on the side of the sole. I love you hard times. <laughs> uh, Eric Moreno. Hard times. Hard times! I scream it every time. Marty had no idea what I was doing. What are you doing? Just don't. Just go with it. It was fun, though. It was a fun game. And the Pistons stink. And also, I don't know how Las Vegas does it. The over-under on the game was 214 and a half or something like that. Or it was 212 and a half, and the total was 213. Nailed it. And uh, the, uh, the point spread was 12, Suns by 11, which got me a few hundred bucks, which was nice. I thought the Pistons were going to squeak it out. And then, like I said it yesterday, I thought the Pistons were... Ready for the upset last night because this was a this is a gimme pushover. No Booker, again. no Booker. You got a game tonight, Golden State again. Like this team's, we're walking over these guys, and then they blew them out. And the next thing you know, it's tied at eighty-one. And you're like they're back, and the Suns have to try now. Did you guys see the Memphis Oklahoma City score last night? No, no. one fifty-nine to seventy-five. Oh, they. Doubled them up. It's like the, it's like a. They really pulled ahead in the yeah, second it, it, uh, half. I think that was no no 80, 80, 80 something. They got it. It was just under seventy five points. They were beating them the whole time. Had they not scored at all in the last two quarters, they'd have only lost by like four. If they, they just if they got shut out in the second half, they would have. It's insane. They don't like, have the mercy rule in the NBA. Or evidently what? I mean, not. Geez. Evidently not. It was. Like, the score popped up. A friend of mine sent me, have you seen this? Almost doubled. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. Real, I had them doubled yeah. almost the whole game, and then probably just gave up some gimmies at the end. It's insanity. They were, up at, they were up at one point like 74 points. It's crazy. I don't even know how you do that. You get, you get up an entire game on the game. It's pretty great. But uh, So, it was pretty fun. The game was great last night. Between the deaf guys, uh, of course, the Dua Lipa sightings. There's a lot of Dua Lipas out there now. Every, every girls are doing their Dua Lipa hair. And uh, 
They're doing Dua, Dua Lipa outfits, too, like real long. They look real long even when they're short. I don't know how they're doing that, but it's, it, was, it was good. And then there's some hogs, of course, that kind of ruin it, hang around, <laughs> that think they're in Dua Lipa clothes, but they're just fat girls that the Kardashians have convinced this looks nice and it doesn't. And curvy. They're a uh, Dua Lipo. Yeah. Dua Lipo would be nice. Do more Lipo. <laughs> yeah, but they walk around with their half shirts and, and their bunt cake hanging over the top of their jeans, but they've got a fat ass and... Just because one black guy goes, damn, they think, oh, this is what people want. It isn't. You got to put, have some pride, put a sweater or a robe on. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then the, the Nathan Sutherland story, which I still Man. can't believe. I mean, if, if look, if we're marching for uh, the lack of justice for victims, we need to have a comatose lives matter march because 10 years for what he did. And has already been in for three. Okay. He, this is uh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. They carving He's three got up. Time so he's got for seven three to go years already. Uh, if anything, the injustice for this sentence is like, uh, look, I, I think shootings are bad. Let me just go on record. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think shootings are bad. I think you're a thousand times worse if you uh, rape and impregnate a comatose girl who is comatose because she fell in a pool as an infant and grew in a coma on a on a bed for, and you raped her and made a baby. And then tried to deny it. They were going to DNA test, but the baby came out black. I still think it's one of the funniest stories ever. The Hacienda started to get in trouble when people were like, how come they only DNA tested the black guys? I'm like, well. Uh, Here's Lamont. We're going to DNA test you. Lamont, Nathan, you two need to step away. Hey, how come you ain't DNA testing everybody else? And those two were just like, please make this baby white. Please. <laughs> baby, you got to come out white. And poor Lamont was like, what am I getting DNA tested for? He didn't do it. Like, Nathan, you did this. Nathan, Lamont knew immediately by not having sex with her, that Nathan was the guilty party. Nathan did this. I'll tell on him right now. I did not do this. Well, we have to DNA test you anyway, Lamont. God damn it. <laughs> Take my up. You, you find out pretty damn soon. Nathan is the father. We don't have no Maury situation here. We got two black guys at Hacienda Healthcare, and I didn't do it. Nathan, shut your ass. I didn't do it either. You did you too. start talking. You did too. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you better tell on yourself. <laughs> he was an aspiring Christian rapper. Big believer in the Lord. In the Lord. What was it called? Uh, Fake face. Fake face. That is. That's Nathan. So he's writing raps in jail now with his one good eye. What you know about five? Got a red goat to get live. Do we really got girls on my mind? I'm bald, but I don't even care. He's got girls on his mind, all right. He makes Bill Cosby look like, you know, an active player. Bill Cosby just drugged him for one night. This guy's like, are they ever going to wake up again? That one's for me. Ten years, three served. He's only got seven left and a lifetime of probation. Now, I don't know how he managed. And is it ten? Um, you know, I didn't. I don't know the details. Ten with no early parole. I think it's ten solid. I don't. Okay. I, I don't know either. But I don't know how we get the comatose uh, community up and walking around with signs. But we need a march, and or we need to roll them down the road. C- comatose lives matter. Nathan, that's the easiest sentence ever. Ever. And meanwhile, there's a three-year-old kid out there. I don't know what happened to that. Maybe but. they don't want him to be out of his life the whole time. Oh, yeah. You yeah, definitely you know, want a father figure. Father, father figure like Nathan is like, I got to be with my child, you see. Oh, yeah, yeah. We want you raising kids. He should be in jail. Like You'll be welcomed by the family. How in the world is that not an automatic forever, ever, ever sentence? Like the judge should come up with new numbers. That's so bad. You raped a comatose I would like person. to hear the explanation. I would love to hear why it's only 10 years. And I don't want legal jargon. I want to hear how come we didn't change all the rules for this. Crazy. 
Now, ten years should teach him his lesson, stay off the coma, people. No. Bill Cosby got more than that. I mean, he's out now because yeah. of – but I think he got sentenced to more than ten years. And he was just drugging them right up that night. They were waking up. And last I checked, Bill didn't get anybody pregnant, right? That we know about. Yeah, that we know about. Bill might have paid for a few things. I'd almost yeah, guarantee he know. did. I'd almost guarantee he did. But it was – that's – I, that's mind blowing to me. That's, I mean, uh, he's using the God card too. Well, yeah, he's a Christian rapper, Bert. He's Strength got, is his connection in jail for God and learn. What it does is turns your heart into bitterness, mm-hmm. and then it starts hardening it. <laughs> that's very, that's very true, Nathan. Wow. And speaking of hardening things, you, you can't put them in people who are comatose. No hard things in the coma victims, Nate. He had to use that word. Hardening. Yeah. What it does is turns your heart into bitterness, and then it starts hardening it, and it's hard to penetrate through it. Mm. Is drunk? And well, then after a while, you made it seem to forget the sense of who you were. So learn to forgive. Uh-huh. Just release. Yes. Release that person. He said penetrate hard and release, release. in the same thing. Oh, that's what okay. the dude was telling us. Trying, I couldn't understand that. He was telling us the whole time. Sounds like you've been sucking down too much of the uh, yeah. communion yeah. wine there between the uh, sermons. Jesus. You see what the boy was telling you to do. This is smart because the victim never wakes up and tattles. I think Nathan is a pioneer in the arts of sex with somebody who can't see or move or do anything. It's I, terrifying. I think he was, wasn't he trying to have a, a music career also with his sister? And she yeah. had no idea. Their song waiting imagine. for you. Then let's face it, stop faking it. There's no faking it with God. They're just faking it. Yeah, he and his sister. I know. Can we hear Blood Eagle Army instead of this? I mean, I, I never thought I would say Come that, on. but that's Brett. bad. Yeah. I'm going to go down and take all, I'm going to round up all the coma people. I'm going to push them down central and we're going to have a march. And I'm going to have Logan Paul bust into this Scottsdale Fashion Square. We're going to do this all over again. Because coma people matter. Call the ASU Socialist Union, yes. too. They'll come down there. They've got to be oh, yeah. mad about this somehow or another. The, social, the students for socialism. I, this is... What an egregious uh, mess for justice. And I know people, it's not a race thing. It's a, the worst crime I've heard in years thing. There's terrible things that people do. This is top of the list. Who's going to do anything with him in 10 years when he gets out? You hire Nathan Sutherland? Where have you been the last decade, Nathan? I was put away for a little while. Oh, yeah, it's a felony. Huh? I'm forgiving. What is it you did? Uh, I impregnated a comatose lady who, when she was three, fell in a pool and drowned almost, but they saved her. But her brain damage was so bad she never woke. Get the f*** out of my office. <laughs> You're I'm never going to work at the Chick-fil-A like you dreamt. Because he's permanently, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> a sexual offender. <laughs> That's a Chick-fil-A interview. Just to oh, that I'll go clear that up. <laughs> you never raped a coma victim. That's how the guy, that's how the manager reacts. See her used to work as a caretaker. Oh, that's interesting. It seems like I've seen your name before in the news or something. Anyway, you guys come in here all the time. I'm very happy to see you. And now you want to work here and put the red shirt on. I don't know. There's something about when he says it's my pleasure. I just I, I lose my appetite. <laughs> uh, yeah, just don't go to sleep. Yeah, if you're a cellmate, don't go to sleep. Nathan's got a thing for that. That's just that's horrible. I heard that yesterday. I'm like, oh, Nathan Sutherland's getting sentenced. This will be a billion years. This ought to be good. Ten. It said uh, the sentence imposed was the maximum allowable under the agreement. So he so apparently plea, he made yeah. some kind of. Yeah. How do you even do that? Do I you, don't how know. Do you even, how do you knock that? How do you chip a few years off of that crime? 
That's that's a crime. That and child molestation are the two. You're like, all right, you're done forever. Just put them to death. You can't done. come back from that. Yeah. There's no. Must have had some other info about uh, Hacienda. I, I don't know, but to, maybe he tattled on a few because they did have some more problems after. But still, that okay, that knocks it down from a million to half a million years. <laughs> I know. I, I just don't. I, to, to quote Corey Taylor, I'm not Jesus. I don't have to forgive you. I don't understand that. How in the and it's the court system is not religious either. I don't understand that you use your Jesus card in court like he's got a good heart. No, he does not. And so what if he does? The good heart needs to be in a box for the next billion years. I think if he's dead, you keep him in a cell and let people have Adam. Let the let him be the the rag doll for the prisoners that can't get enough of uh, you know the prison sex. Let him be the 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 recessa Annie only you know for other reasons. God, it's disgusting. I said they just hang him up like they did Mussolini and just beat the hell out of him. There you go. Hell with it. Let the, let yeah. the, let the uh, victims at Hacienda Damn right. you know, wheel out and kick the crap the out of the family. Take for, in the family. Oh, yeah. How are they getting anything out of this? Like, they can't feel good about that that guy's going to get out again. Maybe they got, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they can't be happy about that. I don't know if there was a settlement from the, should I be. Know. I don't, I have zero, look, I'm not. I'm not built that way. I don't. That's not a forgiveness thing for me. It's not for me to do. Anybody that wants to forgive that, well, you've got to give them another chance. No, you don't. Nope. Child molesters, not coming back. Uh, this thing, not coming back. I don't think it's. I and I also don't think it's lovely or kind of you. I think that makes the person who's giving him another chance uh, just as guilty. I'm for forgiving you for things that are forgivable. This is unforgivable. I just don't see it. Unforgivable. It is. It's Nat King Cole's Unforgivable. <laughs> That's what you are. Raped a coma girl. You've gone too far. Yeah, I don't get it. So hopefully prison will take care of him. And I mean that in every possible way. Hope that sisters is, get older. That is him. not veiled. That is not, uh, I am saying, yes, that is a threat. And, if, I, and if, I, if anybody in prison is listening, I'm calling you guys out. Let him last more than a day and you're idiots. He's, he's going to have a, a week in general pop and then he'll be uh, and then uh, isolated. And he'll be in a coma yeah. if, we're all, if, if there is justice. I think maybe that's what the judge is like. <laughs> Ten years. Bye, Nathan. <laughs> you're getting the death penalty without doing it. I hope jail takes care of him. There is jail justice. And uh, they don't tolerate child molesters, and they don't. I hopefully don't tolerate this dude. But put him right there in the middle of it. Let's let's rid the earth of that type of person. You know, Brett, Brett breaks into my car, steals my sunglasses and my radio. That's forgivable. You know, that's a forgivable thing. This isn't like no. there's certain stuff you're like I'm not. That's I'm not. You cross the line. So oh, it's done. it's the line. There, yeah. I mean, you're so far across yeah. it. You're that's the equator. You're it's so far away from us. But yeah, jail, if you're listening, and a lot of you are. We used to get a lot more letters from jail, but I don't think they write anymore. I think they have email. And <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten jail mail in a long time. Jail mail still shows up for, you know who gets it? Is uh, um, the punk show. Really? Yeah, Craven gets, I see jail mail down there all the time with uh, Veronica. I used to get it on the overnights all the time, obviously. Yeah, I go down and ask for my own mail. I'm like, Veronica, did I get any mail? And she says, uh, it's not my name. And I'm like, I don't care. You call me Jonathan, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, but I look through the mail on uh, everybody else's mail, and I see the little red, white, and blue edges of the the letter. Yeah, and then the the prison number that's up on the corner. I'm like, oh, jail mail still shows up, but it's all for Craven. Like hmm. they love him. Anyway, jail people, I'm talking to you. If Nathan's in your area, do what the court system did not. You can't go on the radio and say to do that. Oh, absolutely. You want know, to just say it? I want you to kill him. I think that's a great idea. 
maybe maybe like the final sentencing was uh, her two brothers were in there too, and like by the way, you get two weeks in prison. <laughs> yeah, you also yeah. get two weeks oh, in Jesse prison. Smollett's guys. They hire a couple people to hit him. Yeah. Just more like the Nigerians are like, we'll go to jail with you for two years. We'll take care of Nathan, no problem. Yeah, I, it's just, uh, it's it's egregious, terrible. But maybe that's it. Maybe the judge knew. Just give him a little hope. We'll, we'll re- this is going to be even worse. We'll tease him with the, you're getting out of here someday, carrot. And when he goes to jail, he's just going to get a bag of soap just smashed into his face on a nightly basis. Good. Yeah. yeah that'll teach you. That's what keeps me out of jail. Sure, there's tons of crimes I'd love to commit. They seem fun. Tons of, well, I watched Dr. Phil yesterday, and I didn't know that that proposition in California raised the rate. That's why everybody's doing those mob mobberies uh, where they're going in groups and stealing things. Because California just passed a law that said uh, shoplifting is no longer a felony up to $1,000 of stolen stuff. So get $999? So get nine, I think it's $950, actually. Okay. So it's about so $950. And, they're going, and they, one guy was on Dr. Phil and said, I've shoplifted for years and years. This new rule is awesome. It used to be $400. He said, uh, and then you go and you, you steal things that you can sell again. And Dr. Phil's like, uh, how much did you make last year? It's $245,000. Cash. He, all day long he steals. And he goes back to the house and he sells it. And, and now the, the law is that the employee at the store isn't allowed to confront you. If they do, they'll get fired. And Dr. Phil's like, this is crazy. And it's a, a millennial, not millennial, but Gen, Gen Z or whatever they're calling these people. I don't know what they are, the new ones. And, uh, they, and they had three or four of them Omicron, on there. Omicron, Generation they all said, Omicron. I, yeah, so hopefully Omicron gets them because they were annoying, the worst. We, we make fun of uh, millennials. So they're getting nothing on this. The millennials raised these ones. And they're on there going, these big corporations don't pay taxes. And, they, and you know what? It's fine to steal from them. It's our right. They can afford it. And that's what the one girl said. It's wow. our right to do it. And then Dr. Phil hit him over the head and he said, do you realize that the upper 1% that you hate so much in this country, the 1% of them have given $50 billion to charity over the past five years? 1% of the upper 1% has responsible for $50 billion in charity. He said, are you doing anything good like that? Are you still, is what you're doing, maybe you should yeah. sit back and think for a second, are you doing enough for yourself? Rather than worrying about what they're doing. And the one girl's like, it's not about that. It's about corporate greed. And it's like, who's, who's greedy? What you're are you, stealing. What is your system doing? Yeah, exactly. What is the formula behind that? And Why the, are you doing that? Uh, well, because you're making money. Because you're greedy. And the idea is good, actually, because it keeps people from going and stealing a few candy bars and having some stuff in their pocket from being felons and being in jail with Nathan Sutherland, which shouldn't happen. Which is... Expensive. Well, the idea, for us yeah, again. yeah, the idea of it is, it was like you know having a uh, you know weed in your pocket and ending up in jail too many for five people years. In jail. It's but dumb. Nine fifty, you can walk out of a store with a sixty-five inch TV, right. and be fine. And that's the thing. The guy said you just got to keep it within range of like you know of uh, knowing how you're going to walk out of the room. Like you just have to be able to do it. Smaller things are easier. Obviously, yeah. he said more expensive, smaller items. He said, but yeah, he said at this point, and that's why these things are happening. Where their mobs are going to like Louis Vuitton and going in. And just taking because the new law in California is basically like the, the person behind the counter isn't allowed to do a thing. And he set this up. You get on a Reddit forum or something and just say, that hey, everybody meet at Macy's at this time. That has to be it. That's Gypsy the only population way. must be. Oh, they're loving massive. this. The gypsies are loving oh, it. Creating a world of them. So, yeah, I don't understand the whole. I don't understand anything anymore. I am no longer in touch with this world. I am. It's not me aging out of it either. It's just stupid now. It's just gone completely stupid and I don't have. 
don't have a connection to this world anymore. I really don't. I watch it and I'm just like, am I still on the same planet? Yes, they thought it was, you know, like a person being arrested and having to do time with so much weed, caught with so much right. weed. It's like there's no, you know. Well, they, they decriminalize. We don't have room in the Right. And, they, and there was too much of that. And, and the intention behind this is like they're, they're not terrible human beings, but they need to be punished. But misdemeanors will cover it and maybe, you know. You know, give them like probation for a while and stuff. Make them, make them pay, but they don't have to sit in a jail cell for four or five years because they stole four hundred dollars worth of stuff. I just wonder how many. Uh, this was a girl that made two hundred forty-five. No, it was a guy that a made two fifty, and then a girl. She was just like she was up like, in the two. How many One of those made a million are dollars. like that? Made a million bucks. You know, stealing I'm a stuff? professional thief. Like he's, I'm a professional shoplifter. He said I made a career out of it. Eight eight hours a day. He's like, I, I pick my marks. I hit things. I drive to locations. He goes and sells the things. He goes, I find items that I know sell. Aftermarket stuff. I go, shoes are a big one. Like that kind of thing. Like you think about it, this Jordans and these shoes, the shoe nuttiness oh, that's going it's on. crazy. You walk right into the Foot Locker, and if it's not a misdemeanor to uh, steal, you get some Jordans that are, you know, I'm in the sneaker world and watching this stuff. And some of them, you're not getting the rare ones at Foot Locker, but let's say you go in and it's not $900. It's, not, it's a misdemeanor. It's, no, it's a ticket. So you go and you take two of them, and then you go sell those for $400, and you, you stole them. Other than the uh, Foot Locker, there, huge. right now there's, there, there's one store that is none of the above. It's just a one-off. Uh, a yep. couple of guys have it, and they've got their shoes oh, up there. Oh, there's tons of those Jordan stores. Yeah. Uh, Shane Orlando's, I think his cousin, has a store up in Chandler. It's funny. Now it's like everyone, you know, three degrees separation. Oh, yeah, my buddy, oh, uh, yeah. his son has a store over in... Uh, there's, there's shoe stores going like crazy because it's big money, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, but... I'm asking the jail population to do me a favor. Maybe we should call Lady J. Oh, she already knows. She's got to have some favors owed to her somewhere. Yeah, he's not going to girl jail. Well, they, they, but she, they might she talk. knows. Yeah, I think she she's knows. right. Yeah, Lady J, if you could put in a call. I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing an on-air hit. <laughs> I don't care if that's illegal or not. It's not worse than what he did. And I don't even have to do it. It's going to happen. And we got cameras here in the room today because the yeah. comedians, we're going to, it's fine. But yeah, so if you, uh, if you think that's wrong, you're a crazy person. Oh, you can't do that. He's, he's. Then you hire him at your way. You have him living next to you. If Nathan moved into my neighborhood, I'd move out. And it isn't for reasons of the, you know, like the way white people used to in the 50s and stuff when Nathan moved in. It's totally justified now. He's been great here at Naturally Women. <laughs> right. He's been, <laughs> you know what? So long as the ladies are awake, this guy's amazing. But once they kind of doze off, uh, is she going to be asleep for a while? Nathan, no. Yeah, I just, he can't be a caretaker ever again. He can't, I mean, this is ridiculous. He's been helping us out at the sleep study facility for years. <laughs> Seems like everybody comes out the same. A little dizzy. I'm pregnant. Yeah. And a CPAP. They should, they should, after seven years, let that kid of his, which would be 10 at that point, uh, take a bat to him. That would be nice. And then 10 years when your jail sentence is up, your 10-year-old kid that uh, he just you created this, this life. Uh, it gets only kid I know that could top Toledo. Yeah, Toledo stories aren't as good as Nathan Sutherland's kid. Yeah, that guy's going to be at bastard parties eating chips, just waiting for his turn to tell his story. <laughs> <laughs> so then my dad left, and I never saw him again. How about you? What's your story? Well, my dad was a special case. <laughs> he was an aspiring Christian rapper. Oh, you know him? Oh, I know him, and so do you. Hold for ending. <laughs> <laughs> Put your chips down, dear Casey. The story's going to be great. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's almost like one of those things like you want to adopt that kid to make sure it has a better chance. 
because it's you know I wouldn't do it because I don't want to kid around. But somebody decent like Brady, you should do it. A decent human being should it. You you grew up adopting kids all the time. You had them in the house. You should take Nathan's kid off somebody's hand. I don't know who's raising like the grandparents, the parents of the woman. That's what it's, it's it sounds like, but it's I not. haven't heard anything. And then the other thing is Alec Baldwin's story aired last night. And yeah, I didn't see that. Dude's, huh? dude's trying to make – and John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard went crazy. I don't know if you saw that. He I went, didn't. He went insane last night. He, got, he went so crazy about what Alec Baldwin was saying that he's like, are you kidding me? This f- guy's on TV trying to make us feel sorry for him? I didn't pull the trigger. I never had my hand on the trigger. The gun just went off. He pulled the hammer back. Hammer back. And then, and then it clicked forward. During a marking rehearsal. Right. And he said – that lady said, pointed at me. Pulled the hammer back, he said, and, the, and then there's an assistant director said he didn't have his finger on the trigger. Well, what probably happened was he didn't pull it all the way back. Yeah, it slipped. And it slipped, yeah. and he threw it, he basically threw it back out. He's responsible, and he needs to just say it was, I don't understand why he's trying to, and he's, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard was just like, this, I, 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 the, the family's getting no justice. I don't know who this guy thinks he is to go on TV and cry and say, I, if I would have. I pulled the hammer back as far as it yeah. could go without cocking the gun. Right. Uh, just shut up. Just shut up. Yeah, he pulled it. That's what You'd he, rather cock you it. You just did something by admitting that. Yeah, saying, it's safer to cock stupid, it than it is to hold it midway. To hold it and then put it back. The pin's going into the bullet at that point. Just, and if it slips off if it slips off your thumb and it's an old replica Colt 45, I think is what they were saying. Colt 45, baby. But then, you, and then, but then go on TV and cry and say, everybody, I, I don't blame me for this. I, I didn't do anything wrong. Alec Baldwin, is, he looks like a bigger douche than he ever has. I mean, you're responsible. Yes, it was an accident, but yeah. you're still responsible. Right, and just take responsibility. If you're going right. to go on TV and go, whatever happened was unintentional, and I am living a nightmare, and I just want, I just want to help the family any way I can. They asked How to- come any, nobody gets that? Don't even talk about yourself. Do like God, pro, pro sports has it down. When somebody does something dumb on your team, you're like, no, it's a team effort. We, they always have that pat answer. How come Alec Baldwin's lawyers haven't said, never once say you did something right? Sit in your humility, live in your own feces, mistake. and just say, I just want to make everything right for the family. I don't care what happens to me. And, and that's your only message. Never say, I didn't even pull the trigger. I didn't do it. It's the gun's fault. Stop it. So the gun expert was asked about this. He's been 30 years in the business. And uh, they asked him about Alex's statement being true. Uh, on a scale of one to ten? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Wow. Somebody did something. Well, it's... And uh, that, you're an idiot. that basically... He's telling us what happened. Yeah. I, threw, I, but, yeah. I mean, why they're alive round in it is a different story. Correct. And then uh, just the you, pointing, you know, a lot of times, I, as I understand it, it's like, it looks like... Uh, from the camera's point of view, it looks like it's pointing at you, but it's always off. You kind of want to always do it off to the side, even well, on right, the dummy. But, right, but the lady, you know, the director will say, okay, aim it right here. I'm yeah. going to be right here. Aim it at me. And Here's the angle. And he was. It, he, he did probably think it was a prop gun. But he even, but at, like John Snyder said, at first, it's like a child at first says, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, something, somebody did something. It was, and now it's like, I didn't, I didn't even pull the trigger. It's like, this is how a kid lies. Yeah. Stop it. Just take responsibility for this. Yeah. Again, I'm, in t- I'm not in touch with the world. Anymore. We're 30 minutes away from these glorious comedians coming in. <laughs> it's all right, Brett. You've got to listen differently. It's day two of Playdio. Put your happy ears on. I'm expecting day one. Put your happy ears on. Well, we only get one day. <laughs> that, that's ears. the worst part. Only happy ears today, Brett. That's all it. Right. Uh, it's 622. Let's get us a wake-up song. And then a Brady report real fast. And then the comedians will start about 7 o'clock. 
and we'll see uh, if the comedic day that lives in infamy will be uh, upon us, and we'll find a gem. I think we'll get one today. I'm very happy. I'm going to laugh at a lot of fun stuff. And the bad ones are even going to be better. So uh, off we go. 623, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.